And we are back at it again, y'all. It's your boys, Brian and Kellen, from the podcast series Cool Guys Read. As most of our audience knows, we will be talking about the novel Lord of the Flies by William Golding. In this episode, we will be discussing pages 95 through 168. And in these pages, we will talk about symbols, characters, and plot points we noticed while reading. To kick it off, Kellen, is there anything you read that stuck out to you? Well, Brian, while reading, I noticed that the difference between Jack and Ralph is starting to become more apparent. In chapter 4, page 100, Jack lets the fire go out and instead uh, decides to hunt a pig. Ralph is angry because a ship has passed the island and might have seen a fire to take them home. The, the two boys then face each other. There was the brilliant world of hunting, tactics, and fierce acceleration skill. And there was the world of longing and baffled common sense. This quote not only shows the clashing ideals between Jack and Ralph, but it also shows that their inner desire for, their, for the island. Jack is loving the ability to impose his will onto smaller things and have absolute control. My earlier opinion on him being a valued person towards their survival is changing due to this occasion. Well, Kellen, do you think that Jack will be the first one on the island to lose his sanity? No, Brian. I think that he's going to keep his sanity, but I do think that he could be a villain to reason. Jack's ideology is freedom. And the reasonable ideologies of Ralph and Piggy would be to restrict some freedom in order to preserve order within their society. My question for you, Brian, is do you still think your theme, total freedom without fairness, leads to savagery, is true? Yeah, I think my theme is becoming more and more true as the story progresses. As the boys start to realize, just how little the consequences actually affect them, the decisions they make will become more and more irrational. Such as the time when Ralph decided to make the rule that stated fires can only be made on the mountain, which in itself is impractical due to the, in- due to the inconvenience it brings to the hunters and foragers. All this meant to now. Now I've said it. You voted me for chief. Now you do what I say. They quieted, slowly, and at last were seated again. Ralph dropped down and spoke in his ordinary voice. Golden page 115. Not only does this rule limit the abilities of the working boys, but Ralph is starting to act more like Jack by using the power he has to make nonsensical rules also, because of the way Ralph worded his sentence, he sounds less like a leader and more like a dictator. On to you, Kellen. Have you noticed any figurative language? Well, that's a good point, Brian. Now, moving on. Some figurative language I've noticed is when Percival starts crying. At first, he was a silent effigy of sorrow, but then the lamentation rose out of him loud and sustained on the conch, building one tiny three. Although this quote doesn't move the plot forward like some other figurative language, what it does uh, do is show 
the disparity and to grieve the little uns are feeling. The figurative language he used is similar because he used the work to compare things. Have you noticed in this new symbols, Brian? Oh yeah, and about that figurative language, he was talking about the beastie, and that might have been the reason is why. A new symbol that we haven't brought up yet is the fire, which to me is becoming a motif. Throughout the novel, it, the fire is brought up to the audience with a multitude of different meanings, and it changes as the novel goes on. I will just talk about what the fire means in these pages. You said you kept the fire going and you let it out. He took a step toward Jack, who turned and faced him. They might have seen us. We might have gone home. Golding, page 99. The fire in these pages represent rescue and hope. The boys, mostly Ralph, cling to the idea that if the fire goes out, so were their chances of being rescued. Kellen, have you noticed anything else about the plot development that has influenced your predictions for the ending of the novel? Well, yes I did. Here's a quote. Why is your choosing make any difference? Just giving orders that don't make any sense. Piggy's got the conch. That's right. Favor Piggy as you always do. Jack. Jack's voice sounded in bitter memory. Jack, Jack, the rules, shouted Ralph. You're breaking the rules. Who cares? Ralph summoned his wits. Bollocks to the rules. We're strong. We hunt. If there's a beast, we'll hunt it down. We'll close in and beat and beat and beat. Building 100, uh, page 129 to page 130. This quote right here showed that my premonition uh, for all, all of that is less far-fetched. The clashing between Jack and Ralph is clearly shown, which could mean that due to the lack of reasoning that Jack has, he will do what he thinks is right. Uh, which would be to fight for the right to lead the boys' society. When fighting between two ideologies happen, death will always follow. How about you, Brian? Do you see any character development? The most obvious character that I've seen change is Jack. Throughout my read of these pages, his true colors of a tyrant become more and more apparent through his oppressive words and morally questionable actions. I mean, how about us? Suppose the beast comes and you're all away. I can't sleep proper, and if I get scared, Jack broke in contemptuously. You're always scared. I got the conch. Conch, conch, shouted Jack. We don't need the conch anymore. We know who ought to say things. What good did Simon do speaking? Or Bill, or Walter. It's time some people knew they've got to keep quiet and leave the deciding things to the rest of us. Golden page 145. Through this quote, Jack shows the reader his obvious dislike toward Ralph's rules and reasonableness, and how he feels towards the freedom of speech that Ralph has granted the group through the conch shell. For me, personally, I felt disdain towards Jack's claim, because although rules restrict the freedom of society, it is necessary if fairness and reason need to be kept in order. At any, any other point you'd like to bring in, Kellen? Uh, no, nah, bro.
I'm good, man. I feel as if we're a good stopping point for today's podcast. Well, comment on anything you guys feel we should discuss, and we'll see you next time on Cool Guys Read. See you later.